this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter BG Cabuag and comes out every Monday. Today we podcast week 38 of the stock market outlook for September 13 to September 17, 2021. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Stock Market Outlook. For the print edition, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices closed higher last week, with the main index hitting 30 points below the 7,000-point level as investors shrugged off the indecisiveness of the government on whether or not to ease the quarantine classification of the country's major cities and provinces. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index gained 73.38 points to close at 6,970.51 points. The main index was up for most of the week as investors sustained their buying momentum after government officials announced they would test social restriction measures called granular lockdowns in hopes to avoid a wider shutdown of an entire province that can cripple the economy. The lockdown protocol in the ca- the lockdown protocol in the national capital region was supposed to be eased to general community quarantine with alert level scheme last September 8, as it was also subject to pilot testing of granular lockdown measures. A day before the shift to general community quarantine, however, the COVID-19 Interagency Task Force or IATF said it is extending the application of the modified enhanced community quarantine until September 15 for the national capital region, deferring implementation of the previously announced measure. The sudden shift to modified enhanced community quarantine by the government was heavily criticized by the business sector, saying it should be careful when making pronouncements, saying it should be careful when making pronouncements as they affect operations. Among those who expressed dismay on government's extension of the modified enhanced community quarantine was Edgardo Laxon, acting president of the Philippine Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Laxon said that the cancellation of the implementation of granular lockdown diminishes the credibility of official policy announcements. The average daily trading for the week was thin at 4.75 billion pesos, with foreign investors who only made up 39% of the trade were net sellers at 2.13 million pesos. All other sub-indices were up with the exception of the financials index which slid 2.95 points to close at 1,447.66 points. 
The broader all shares index gained 41.10 to close at 4,302.79. The industrial index rose 85.35 to close at 10,223.31. The holding firm's index climbed 65.17 to close higher at 7,040.6. The property index was up 32.08 to close at 3,107.99. The services index added. The services index added 51.14 to close higher at 1,819.86. And the mining and oil index surged 319.72 to close at 9,805.94. Gainers edge losers 90 to 84, while 61 shares were unchanged. The top price gainers were Evergotesco Resources and Holdings Incorporated, Keppel Philippines Holdings Incorporated. Prime Media Holdings Incorporated, Imperial Resources Incorporated, and Lodestar Investment Holdings Corporation. The top price losers were Metro Alliance Holdings and Equities Corporation B, Global Estate Resorts Incorporated, Berjaya Philippines Incorporated, Oriental Petroleum and Minerals Corporation A, and Liberty Flower Mills Incorporated. Share prices may continue to rise this week as analysts said more investors are slowly decoupling their investment are slowly decoupling their investment decisions on the lockdown measures especially in the national capital region where a chunk of the economy comes from Broker 2 Trade Asia said the recent rally was consistent despite government's indecisiveness to relax the modified enhanced community quarantine to general community quarantine with businesses tending to front-load fixed and labor costs. The climb to almost 7,000 points seemed to ignore this, Broker 2 Trade Asia said. In the broker's view, this is less of the market decoupling from lockdown measures and more of investor psyche gearing up for more long-term aspirations. Broker 2 Trade Asia said many companies have already signaled an increase in capital invest an increase in capital expenditures as election spending starts to kick in. Broker 2 Trade Asia said the retest of the 7000 point level of the main index is crucial in the next sessions. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, senior research analyst at Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated said how the market would close this week depends on the social restriction measures to be implemented in the national capital region after Wednesday, September 15. Tanchanko said the government is aiming to test its new social restriction measures with alert levels and granular lockdowns in the national capital region starting September 16. If the new measures push through on the 16th and if the implementation the social restrictions in the national capital region would be eased, then this may spur positive sentiment in the market, according to Tanchanko. 
Maintaining the tight measures in the National Capital Region, however, is expected to lead to disappointment which could pull the local burst down, Tanchanko said. Tanchanko said if the market further establishes its ground at 6,900 points for the main index this week, this would be seen at its new support while resistance is seen at 7,300. If the market goes below 6,900, however, it may test its 10-day exponential moving average of 6,878.44 as of September 10, which is currently acting as its immediate support, Tanchanko said. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital and Development Corporation gave a hold recommendation on the stock of MacroAsia Corporation as the challenging business environment for the travel sector continues to weaken profitability. Continues to weaken profitability. The firm's in-flight catering unit has expanded into virtual kitchens as it scored major customers during the second quarter and the management is expecting added revenue contribution by the latter part of this year. Broker Regina Capital added, the company is also reviving its mining business this year. The broker said, the management is taking on steps to help alleviate the pressure of the bottom group. Regina Capital said, the management is taking on steps to help alleviate the pressure of the bottom line by focusing more on businesses that are less dependent on air travel. Regina Capital, however, doesn't expect any turnaround in profitability in the near term. The in-flight and other catering, the in-flight and other catering and ground handling and aviation segments contribute more than 40% each to the top line over the past three years, Regina Capital said. The shares of MacroAsia Corporation closed last Friday at 4 pesos. The shares of MacroAsia Corporation closed last Friday at 4 pesos and 70 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, the rep Meanwhile, the broker maintained its buy recommendation on the stock of DM Wenceslao and Associates Incorporated at a fair value price of 9 pesos per share as it expects the net income to become stable despite no land sales. Broker Regina Capital said Wenceslao & Associates Incorporated is ultimately an office space lessor. The broker added that while it is starting to see recovery in office demand, as noted by several property consultants in their second quarter market updates, overall office vacancy in Metro Manila is expected to rise by the end of the year. The shares of DM Wenceslao and Associates Incorporated closed last week at 6 pesos and 50 centavos. And now for the weekly weather outlook via the website of the Philippine Atmospheric, Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. In its Tropical Cyclone Bulletin number 29F, issued 5 p.m. on September 12, PAGASA said the center of the eye of Typhoon Kiko International name Shan Thu has been located at 525 kilometers north of Itbayat, Batanes. The government said on Sunday that the province of Batanes remained largely isolated and some areas of Pampanga 
are still swamped in flood waters. The National Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council said that telecommunication signals in four of the six towns and municipalities of Batanes are still down. And flooding in some areas of Pampanga, including, seven, including 17 villages of Makabebe, have not subsided yet as a result of the heavy rains brought by Typhoon Kiko. According to Pagasa, Typhoon Kiko will continue to enhance the southwest monsoon, bringing monsoon rains over Batanes, Babuyan Islands, Ilocos Region, Cordillera Administrative Region, and the western section of Central Luzon until September 13. Under these conditions, Pagasa said, scattered to widespread flooding, including flash floods and rain-induced landslides are possible, especially in areas that are highly or very highly susceptible to these hazards. Pagasa said that while it has lifted all tropical cyclone wind signal, the enhanced southwest monsoon will bring occasional gusts reaching strong breeze to near gale strength over the coastal and upland mountain areas of northern Luzon, central Luzon, Metro Manila, Calabar Zone, and Mimaropa for September 13. In its weekly weather advisory issued at 12 o'clock p.m. last September 10, that by Monday until Tuesday, September 13 to September 14, the effect of a southwest monsoon is expected to weaken and will bring cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms over Ilocos region and Batanes, while Metro Manila and the rest of the country will have generally fair weather conditions, while Metro Manila and the rest of the country will have generally fair weather conditions except for isolated rain showers or thunderstorms mostly in the afternoon or evening. Pagasa said last Friday it expects easterlies to be the dominating weather system affecting the country by Wednesday until Friday, September 15 to September 17. During this period, Pagasa said Metro Manila and the rest of the country will have generally fair weather conditions except for some isolated rain showers or thunderstorms, mostly in the afternoon or evening. Pagasa said last Friday that within the outlook period, September 12 to September 17, it expects a slim development of a tropical cyclone. Pagasa said the agency will update this outlook if significant. Pagasa said the agency will update this outlook if significant changes in the weather pattern occur. For listening to the Business Mirror podcast, for a broader look on business, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.